Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) (sighs) That tastes sweet. Welcome to the Weekly Awesome. I'm your host, Bubba, joined by the two awesomest guys in the world, Bill and Louie. Bill and Louie, what's fresh, fellas? That was better? Pretty, uh, I don't know. Bubba, I'm going to text you a photo right now, and it's going to make you laugh. Ah, I like laughter. This is really good. This is really good podcast material. Um, (laughs) Oh, man. If you guys could see this, but I don't really want to describe it. Um, I'll let you describe it once you receive it. (laughs) um, It is uh, an awesome week. It has been an awesome week. Uh, It's the Weekly Awesome. We're here. uh, We're your hosts for everything awesome. We're going to talk a little bit about spring training. Baseball is upon us. That'll be coming up later in the hour in sports. Can't wait. Um, we're going to talk uh, comic book uh, movies. We're going to take uh, take a gander into some of the grosser corners of the internet, uh, online dating profiles, and, uh, of course, our awesome people, and uh, we're going to listen to a bunch of music. First, let's talk about drinks. Louis, what are you drinking? I have a dirty gin martini. Um, it's pretty cheap gin. Pretty oh, yeah? moderately priced vermouth and decent olives. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering about yeah, the, those. The, the olives are bringing up the level of the drink. That's, mm. uh, what's the what's and the I'm gym, drinking out really? of some weird chalice, uh, New Amsterdam, which is a kind of cheap, but it's oh, actually yeah. I don't mm, mind it. I think it's bad. pretty okay. Yeah. What's the, I'm not a gin man, Louis. Could you compare New Amsterdam in gin terms to like vodkas? You know what I mean. So like, are we talking more of a gr- a gray goose or more of a white eagle? Well, they also make they also make vodka. <laughs> they do make vodka, yeah. Um, oh yeah. No, it's it's probably like taka Smirnoff, maybe a maybe below oh, that. I mean, it's not like bad though. It's not it's not like Phillips gin, but it's also not. <laughs> Uh, tanker, or uh, not even, it's not like Hendrix or Bombay Sapphire or anything fancy, but um, that's no, good. And I like them real dirty, so it doesn't need to be that good a gin because it just ends up tasting like olives. So, what's the vermouth? Uh, Gallo, I think. Oh, okay, right on. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's delicious. Awesome. I like, you know, for a while I was into vodka martinis, and then I just, <laughs> I like gin more. It turns out so. Yep, colonialism. (laughs) Bill, what's your awesome drink this week? My awesome drink this week. I made homemade pizza tonight. That's not a drink. Well, I what what do you what do you pair with a homemade pizza? Bill, I paired a a bottle of Rufino Chianti Superiore. I thought for sure it was going to be two percent milk. It should have been two percent milk. We're a one percent. We're a one percent household. I guess one percent is the is the least. That's the least acceptable milk, but it's at least acceptable. One percent is the least acceptable milk. Well, because skim doesn't count. Oh, oh, okay, okay, I got you. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> if you if you if you're trying to pass skim milk off as milk, I don't even want to hear your opinions on anything. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, tell us tell us about your weird fancy wine. It's um a Chianti. So it's kind of dry, and it's good. Yep. It, every time I drink it, it makes me think of Anthony Hopkins. Um, yeah, it's good. It's tasty. That's really all I have. I I'm not good with wine. How did you come things. upon this bottle of wine? I think it was on sale at the liquor store. 
Three ninety nine grab bin? No, it was a little more than that. It's like a legit Chianti. It's got the little label on it that says it's actually from Italy with the little you, see, you know what I'm talking about? There's like the label on the Chianti. There's like a black rooster on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got Louis fucking <laughs> I just got Louis text message. <laughs> it's pretty funny, right, Bubba? <laughs> yes, it is. That's my promise. Uh, a guy that we used to play baseball against has his picture on an ad for a grocery store, and it's just that's just really on funny. a big poster in Coburn's. So, um. and it just says "fresh," and there is a bunch of fruit around him, and then underneath <laughs> it says, "That's my promise." Fresh is his promise. Awesome. Ah, uh, terrific. Um, well, uh, let's see. My drink this week is uh, I'm mixing up between uh, a glass of wine in a cup. And uh, <laughs> a bottle of wine in a glass. <laughs> a, a bottle of wine in a glass. I was close. Uh, I'm drinking Inversion IPA from Deschutes Brewery. Mm. And uh, why don't you just listen to how it tastes? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like choking. <laughs> ah, that sure tastes swell. Like a yummy IPA hot. Oh, my Lord. I didn't choke on bubbles at all. Not at all. <laughs> all right, boys. First segment, song of the week number one. Louie, what's our first song? Start us off right. Um, well, <clears throat> this, uh, this Friday, well, last week at some point, Thursday or Friday, uh, I watched Purple Rain for the first time, which I had never seen before. Um, mm. And... So I was in a Prince state of mind for a while. And it's a good state of mind to be in. Yeah. Um, and so I was, uh, I've been listening to, I would die for you off purple rain by Prince. Um, it's short and sweet, which some of my favorite songs are. And, uh, it just has all the great components of a Prince song. Um, some fun synth and dancey beats and very uh, emotive and stylish singing with some killer guitars. So my song of the week is I Would Die For You by Prince. Mm. I'm 
Good choice, Louis. Feels very purple in here. It really does. Prince getting us off. We're running with song of the week. Sorry, one. that was really dumb. That was an unfortunate I'm... pause. <laughs> Prince getting I'm... us off and um... running. Segment one, boom. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all stay home and watch Netflix instead. Or maybe Amazon Instant Video. It comes free with Amazon Prime. Movies. This week on Movies, we are talking superhero movies. Now, here's the situation in real time. I am about 30 minutes removed from sitting through the Marvel Live Universe stadium show with my brother-in-law and my nephews. Uh, It was ridiculous. Uh, It was really corny. But it was really, really goddamn entertaining. Uh, Bubba, who loved it more, you or the eight-year-old? Oh, me, for sure. The eight-year-old liked it the least. (laughs) In order, it went, I liked it. The 17-year-old liked it. My brother-in-law was like, yeah, it existed. And the eight-year-old hated it. So we failed a little bit, but at the same time, I had a great time. Um, (laughs) Josh, as somebody who's fresh off a nerd boner from a Marvel (laughs) Universe extravaganza, you should start because I'm sure you have some thoughts on the matter. Yeah. Uh, I have thoughts on the matter. So here's, I'm all for it. Uh, Some of them are going (laughs) to suck. what? (laughs) All for what? Just that people will make superhero movies? (laughs) Yes, I'm all for it. People are getting super mad about how many are being made, and that's the only thing that movies are being made. I I get it. I'm getting mad. Some of them suck, and it's annoying that they're all over the place, but they make so much money that they get to keep doing it. But a bunch of them are really cool, and I really, even the bad ones are still like pretty enjoyable because they brought some really awesome comic book heroes to another form of entertainment I enjoy partaking in. Uh, and I was looking at the calendar, uh, the new Avengers, Ant-Man, Fantastic Four come out this year, Deadpool, Batman, Superman, Dawn of Justice, Captain America 3, Suicide Squad, Sinister Six, all in 2016. And there's, they're, they're starting to get out there and get some really cool, I mean, let, I mean, hell, this last year we got the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is super obscure, and it is probably going to, after if time will tell, but it, it surely could end up being one of my favorite superhero movies ever. Um I love I love this shit so much, so much. I guess I guess I'm trying to just avoid this subject entirely because I know you love superhero movies so much. But like, uh, no, but I like hear I like hearing why people hate them. It's fun. I guess I I'm not saying that some of them aren't marginally compelling, but like <laughs> think about think about what happens. Think about what's not being made because they are being made, you know? Um, they are basically, like, and if you if you think that anyone at whatever movie studio sold their soul to buy the rights to Marvel gives one shit about how good the movies are, I just think you're wrong. Like, I don't think they actually give a shit. Like, they will print money no matter how it works. They've got, like, I don't know, Subway and... Fucking Allstate Insurance, or I don't know. They had oh, the cross promotion is unbelievable. And you know, like this is all very, you know, a very dead horse. But with how much money is made internationally, they like literally have to make the movies dumber 
and they have to make the dialogue easier to understand in other countries, and it just needs to be... I don't know. I just don't... I give so little of a shit about some obscure Marvel character who's... I think Paul Rudd can lift a bunch of weight because he's an ant or something is like one. I th- that's going to be a thing. <laughs> Ant-Man, baby. It's going to be great. No, it's not going to be great. It's going to be fucking stupid. I just don't like come up with a new character. Like, wh- okay, here's there is not a more entitled. Just. um, Narcissistic selfish self-indulged group of people than comic book fans and the fact that we are somehow just blowing them left and right like oh there's we need to make sure that there are every comic book character has his own movie it's like why let the indoor kids fucking message board about it and let's move on and make some real movies I just don't why why must we exhaust every comic book character? Like why does this need to happen? I mean I get why I get why they're doing it. They make unlimited money, but why do we keep going to these movies? Or not we, the royal we. I don't go to these movies. They're fucking stupid. I tried to watch the first Avengers and I fell asleep because it was eight hours long and they introduced forty two characters and I don't understand why. Yeah, but Robert Downey Jr. was so snarky. Yeah, and he's like rich and doesn't give a fuck or something. I don't know. I don't understand the point. I And you know what? I probably actually would like Guardians of the Galaxy. I think I would like that one. Vin Diesel plays a piece of wood. And he only has one word he says the whole time. It's Coming so this summer. Like the role, it's a role of a lifetime for Vin Diesel. An archetype. Clashes with another archetype. They finally found a role that matched his skills. And Clash of the, the Archetype. Vin only the has to speak once. The fact that they release their schedule of like, here's here's all the all the just schlock that we're gonna be pumping into theaters for the next six years. It's like fuck you. All right, I'm done. I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> Make sure you hit us up at Weekly Awesome on Twitter, the Weekly Awesome Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> if you're one of the indoor kids, be sure to get to our message board. Sorry, guys. Was- you can find us on the Weekly Awesome.com. <laughs> All right, before we get off movies, hold on. But Bill, you wanted first. people to say their favorite one, so maybe we should do that. No, like- that's what I'm saying. Before. <laughs> All right, but b- before we finish up on movies, yeah, the prompt for this segment round. was, "What's your favorite superhero movie?" Bill, my favorite superhero movie, um, uh, is the. What's your favorite superhero movie? It's the Mask. That's Ooh, my that's favorite superhero movie. <laughs> that's a good one. It's vintage mid '90s Jim Carrey, um, because it's awesome and funny, and I haven't watched it since I was a little kid, and that's when I thought it was funny. So I'm sure if I watched it again now, I would think it sucked, but. My my memory of it is that it was really funny and I liked it a lot when I was like nine. So it's my favorite superhero I think, movie. I think in a lot of ways the legacy of Jim Carrey's 90s run is that most of it doesn't hold up. Uh, <laughs> but we all like, thought it was hilarious. Yeah, and I, and I think some of that stuff does, you know, like you... Like, and Dumb I'm, and Dumber does. Yeah, I was going to say I'm not... I'm. I guess I'm more speaking of like his... I'm Bruce the, Almighty. I'm the star vehicle movies like Ace Ventura. Like, okay, if you watch Ace Ventura again, that is the one of the most offensive movies that has ever oh, been made. Yeah. Like, the 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 gender politics of Ace Ventura are so horrifying. If you watch it again, it's just like, oh. So, like, the whole plot is that it turns out there's a trans person, and, like, 
he vomits everywhere like endlessly because it turns out he like I don't know, it just really doesn't hold up in 2015 if you're a person with morals or whatever. But um, but that but but yeah, I don't know. I gotta okay, positive. Uh, the Mask is a good movie. It's got it's got good music. Cameron Diaz probably is her sexiest. I like that, in that dance movie. scene. The Cuban Pete bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they call me Cuban Pete. I'm the king of the rumba beat. Yeah, when I play my maracas. Wait, what? Uh, I like did that you guys movie. see the? I'm just realizing that there was like a sequel, right? There was a yeah, the the son of mask, son of mask, with the the, dog or something. Well, no, the dog was the cliffhanger at the end of the first movie. But what's that guy's the the guy who plays the dumb the movie nerd in Scream and had like his own show where he was trying to be funny? David Arquette, Uh, Jamie something. Oh, Jamie Kennedy, he's terrible. Malibu's Kennedy, most yeah. wanted. He's, it's like the son of Mask, and it's like rated the hey, worst yeah. movie guess, ever made. Guess, guess what? Guess what? Son of the Mask has on Rotten Tomatoes. Fourteen. Uh, Nineteen. Six. Eight. Six. <laughs> oh, what if you were is... one of those three critics? You probably feel like a douche. <laughs> Bubba, Bubba, what's your favorite? What's your favorite superhero movie? I just yeah, I, Batman and Robin. I just can't get over. How in the first fight scene there are these terrifying bad guys on rollerblades with hockey sticks. <laughs> uh, so I saw that when I was twelve, whenever, and I, I was hooked. Um, I tried really hard to figure out a real answer to this, and I couldn't. But see, honestly, I like, I like, I prefer my superhero movies like that. Like, let's like, let's wah-wah. not act like they aren't. Let's not act like they're not inherently silly and right. just ridiculous. Like. Like this Batman, like hearing Christian Bale mumble is like not like why does it have to be, and like Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman just all this fucking grotty toss and just yeah. That I can't care of you. I found them. Have you have you guys seen the trip with Steve Coogan and the other? Where they do their impressions? Oh my god, the the Michael Caine. Who wait? Who's this? (laughs) Who does Michael Caine? the trip, Lou. Is you so need to good. make that your video of the week next time. It's your video of the week. There's, I think, there's a cut of that on YouTube. Yeah. It's the funniest. Oh, um, I would recommend the trip. It's basically two. It's Steve Coogan and uh, Rob Brydon. I think his name is. Basically, two yeah. British friends who travel the countryside doing impressions, and it's really hilarious. Um, and there's just like a three minute scene of them trying to one up each other's Michael Caine impression, <laughs> explaining why theirs is better in Michael Caine's voice, it's and really it's great. really good. Is that is that <laughs> on Netflix good. or something? Uh, it is indeed. Uh, but and you can also uh, and the catch sequel, that one well, clip the whole movie's good. And the sequel, the trip to Italy, was just released, and I think is also on Netflix. So cool, oh, awesome. Um. I was. I haven't said my favorites. I was trying to think. Uh, my Little Ponies Conquer Rainbow Canyon. My Little Pony, My Little Pony. Well, like, uh, I liked Spider-Man 2 a lot with Dr. Ox. I liked that movie quite a bit. Um, I don't... Uh, I actually, I, it was okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. I just don't know. Uh, I think... I think the first Batman I liked. I liked that movie. That was good. Uh, Kim Basinger Michael was Keaton Batman. just freaking great. Jack Nicholson. That was a silly role. Um, yeah, I, I like the campiness, the over-the-top, ridiculous silliness of it all. I mean, they're they're wearing tights, for God's sake, you know? It's like, let's not act like it's this true. is super serious. So, I don't know. 
comic book movies expect a shitload more for at least the next four years and then i'm sure they'll stop <laughs> next segment online dating profiles online dating profiles is well it it it's it's a thing uh what we've been doing is digging into every dating website we can find and finding some of our favorite profiles that we'd like to share with our loving fans and that's you uh bill why don't you why don't you bring us your uh, your favorite awesome online yeah. dating profile? So I uh, wandered over to the uh, Louisville, Kentucky area, which it's funny because the website I was on, you can pick cities. It's Craigslist, by the way, and yet you it's always Craigslist. <laughs> you I mean, this is just interesting to me. Maybe this person isn't actually from Louisville, but anyway, I'll just read the whole thing. Uh, and like always, it was the headline that caught my attention, and it simply says. Stalker wanted. The title says it all. I am looking for a stalker. I'm tired of chasing after girls. I want someone to chase after me. I'm tired of being the only one fighting for a relationship. I want a girl that will fight for me. I want you to prove I am worth your time. I want you to get to know me. I want you to take the time and stalk me. Find out who I am. I will supply you with my first name and the current city I live in. The rest is up to you. I strive on chaos. Lately, that has been missing. That's like not a correct sentence, by the way, is it? No. Um, continue. Strive right? for chaos, but that for be chaos, good. right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. You anyway, thrive on chaos. I think that's what they mean. <laughs> right, really. right. Thrive on yes. Which is uh, insane. Why would you say that? I. But this person <laughs> Sorry, says, "No, I'm almost done. I want a stalker to add chaos and fun to my life. Someone that will eventually get everything she wants and so much more." So if you have the time, I have a name and city for you. Wow. Does this smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> that is the definition of rapiest thing ever. <laughs> I, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this person has a name and city for you. Uh Spoiler alert, the city I, is probably Louisville, but... Hey, I, I have a, I have an idea, guys. We could add a little swing to the Weekly Awesome's online dating profile. Uh, let's say I reply to this guy's profile on the Weekly Awesome uh, email <laughs> oh, account God. and uh, see if we can figure out who he is. I maybe, think, we can get him on, maybe we can get him on the air, interview I think, him. I we'll, think that's we'll a fantastic the, idea. We could start having the Weekly Awesome stalker I'm going to go ahead and send you a link this to this page right now. All right. Wow. Check the website. This and is a great development. And we'll... We'll talk about it next week, but uh, that's right, folks. The Weekly Awesome is now about to stalk someone with their permission. Uh, <laughs> check us out on theweeklyawesome.com. You got any uh, comments or suggestions if you're a stalker yourself and you know how we should do it. Uh, hit us at Weekly Awesome on Twitter. You can get us the Weekly Awesome podcast at gmail.com. Also find us on Facebook. Louie, profile number two. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I'm going to read it to you. Um, there will be an acronym. I'm going to proceed without explaining said acronym, and then at the end, I would like you guys to guess what you think it stands for. All it right, is the, I like this. this the, sexual, the sexual fetish uh, that I had never heard of, and now I have, and I am different this for has it. promise. All right, uh, so I, I went on Craigslist, personals, men seeking women, and I went to Wyoming, which doesn't have any... Uh, divided up by cities. It's just Wyoming. Uh, so <laughs> this is coming from Casper, Wyoming. Uh, the mm. photo 
I was a little nervous about what this photo was going to be. And then it turned out to be like a stock photo, black and white of a man and a woman, like embracing in a very like ooh, erotic way, which is funny when you, when I read it to you. Uh, and I was immediately drawn to the headline of this personal ad, which reads breasts still ache question mark. <laughs> okay. So I clicked on that and I hoped that the photo wouldn't be gruesome and grisly. And it was not. Um, so here it goes. Your nipples have ached to produce milk for some time now. There's there's going to be a, an ellipsis like every eight words, so I'll just pause a little bit when those come. Okay. Longer than they or you have been able to stand, or eh, that must be a typo. They have waited and longed for my soft mouth to draw out every single drop of milk out of your full and engorged breasts. To have your nipples sucked to your heart's content. And longer. You cannot get the thought out of your mind. Which, like, heart's content implies that you're... <laughs> and longer. That would be unpleasant, I would think. But once you've reached your heart's content, you it's like Zelda. You can't get more. You can't fill up more hearts. All right. Uh, <laughs> you have been afraid to share your desire. But now, the wait is over. Oh, man. I am searching for a very single, not dating or living with someone. Single means single. I am a one-woman man, and I ask that you be a one-man woman. Twenty, A very single woman, 27 to 40, who desires the same. I assume he means not the same, but like a man. But anyway, a very long, long-term <laughs> relationship. Here's our acronym. That includes an A-N-R relationship. Not a one-night thing, but an everyday and every-night thing. Do you really know what I mean? It is a commitment and not a fly-by-night relationship. When you respond, <laughs> respond with your bra size and tell me your favorite color and why. Good also, word. please... Can I, Always gets can really I, creepy Can I pause end. on this? Or at the beginning. Isn't that a weird... Like, I know my favorite colors, but I don't know why they're my favorite colors. Yeah, what is this no. person... What's... Yeah. Because I like to see the whole world pop, and that's what my color brings. <laughs> also, please respond with a picture, and you will get one in kind. If you do not send a photo with your email, it will get deleted without any questions asked. I Okay. Uh, don't send nude photos. I want to share what you have while we are together at that moment, and not before. If you want to know if I am real, the recent snow here is melting pretty fast with 40s and low 50s. That's the end of it. Oh my goodness. So does anyone that have any is... guesses to what an ANR relationship is? I have one guess. Bill, have you got a guess? Um, okay. Uh based on the what you've read, does the N stand for nipple? <laughs> and the A stand for adult? Bubba is correct. Nursing? Yep. Oh, adult nursing. Is it adult nursing regimen? <laughs> regimen would be better. Adult nursing relationship. Oh no, that's bad. That's, that's a, a thing. Fetish. That sounds I'm, like. Hold on, I'm at Urban so Dictionary. Gross. I will now read you the entry for ANR. Adult nursing relationship is a type of sexual fetishism, also known as erotic lactation. 
Suckling from the female breast as an expression of close intimacy and mutual tenderness. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's more, but I think I'm good on it. I don't really want to talk about it anymore. Um, it's just, it. I would be so cre like. I, I just assumed a natural reaction to that was to be terrified and want well, to throw it, up. So here's one, I guess my like, okay, here's a thing. Have you sucked on a titty and milk came out, Louie? No. Uh, <laughs> what I was going to say is that one thing that I actually think is pretty great about Craigslist is like, before the days of things like Craigslist, there was, there were people who had very specific and unusual <laughs> sexual fetishes <laughs> who just like maybe murdered people or like diddled whatever i don't know they did they did some inappropriate <laughs> things because their true feelings and desires were not expressed and now there's just this marketplace for this kind of thing and like there surely are women who want their lactating breasts sucked by grown men like otherwise this wouldn't exist and so if we if we can if we can if we can make these two groups meet, and then they maybe won't do just what a wonderful world things because of repressed sexual feelings, then maybe that's a good thing. Plus, we get to make jokes. All right, uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, it is my turn for uh, a profile, and my profile is so crazy and long <coughs> and weird, and we're already going long. I'm going to try to sum this up as best I can. No. I was like, read it. I, I was like, okay, Washington D.C. That'll be a fun place. There's a lot of people in Washington D.C. So, I looked at a few, pretty boring to start with, and then I caught one that it just the the title will, it's spectacular. The title is, "I won't turn my brain off and become <laughs> another follower. I am a leader." Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that what, again. What is this under? Is this under? This is rants just and raves or women seeking men or what is this under? I'm sorry, I, I shall clarify. Uh, this is under men seeking women in Washington D.C. I won't turn my brain off and become another follower. Oh, this guy is going to shoot up a public place in like a week. <laughs> I can already tell. All right, so I, yeah, so I, I found, and there were a couple, there were a couple others that had um, really weird, these really weird titles. And then we clicked on them, and they're all by the same guy. Like, this guy posted, like, the exact same speech under, like, three or four different crazy person titles. And all of them are accompanied by this one has 20 pictures of him. And they're just all the same guy, this, like, mid-30s guy. And each picture is just, like, him by a landmark or him at a museum. Just pictures of him on vacation like just by himself at sites. And then here's what he wrote. I'm going to I'm going to start. It's like two pages long. So, I'm just going to start and uh jump around. So It's two pages uh, long. Yeah, it's uh, uh I mean it's, you know, there aren't pages lengths on the internet, but I mean it's like yeah, some big ass fucking it's some big paragraphs. So, anyway, okay, so here's Here's what it says. And again, the title of this, I won't turn my brain off and become another follower. I am a leader. Like the title says, I'm tired of see so many. And I'm going to read this exactly how it's written. Like the title says, I am tired of see so many women 
on here in this Nova area who just turn their brain off and do whatever people tell them to or what is trending for that day. Wow. Really, ladies? If that is what you are all like in the area, then no wonder you are single and rude. If any of you ladies out there is opposite of what I am typing about and authentic, then prove me wrong. And wrong is in all caps. Then prove me wrong. wrong. Now, here's where it gets great at the beginning. I am a condor, tacked with poise, honest, caring, authentic person looking to meet my soulmate. I know there must be someone out there reading my post and is the soul match for me. Please email me if you are that person. Everyone else, keep it moving. Go back to your gossip walls of rhetoric you put up, but leave me out of it, all caps. <laughs> I need someone to slow me down in this life. Like this title says, I'm going full speed like most of this area. For those few close ones that know me, they would tell you I am very passionate person, and what I do, I do my best. At second to nobody in the region. In, in the, the region? region. <laughs> God. Yes. With the fast-paced things, I still make time to see and do what I like, which is stop and enjoy the beauty of nature. I took some beautiful pictures of the recent ice storm early in the a.m., and I am remembering seeing one other person doing the same thing that morning. We need more of that. Ellipses. PASSION! All caps. So here I am now, looking for my soulmate, someone to share the joys and passions of life with. No matter where I go, there I am. It always comes back to me, and I am now starting to want no desire a female to share the beautiful things in this life short life with i know you are out there and when if you do read this please contact me i know there is someone for all of us out there a match soul mate so here i go speaking straight from my heart to you in hopes to find my soulmate i have tried this before on here and i have gotten a few haters on here <laughs> all caps <laughs> To you, I say this, I don't make right these for you, so keep it moving and leave me alone. Anytime I yell, just know that's all caps. The more emails, responses I get from you haters, you more it shows how callous, simple-minded, and that you are under my, not my control. Whoa. If you don't like me, keep it moving. I have done nothing to you, and you don't even know me, <laughs> ellipses. So please stop email harassing me. Stop it! Release yourself from your misery, pitiful, sorrowful, and your mean nature. I will keep trying until I find what I am looking for. Remember, these message ads from my heart are not for you. They are for the one I have not met yet, my soulmate. I wish her no harm or bad on anyone on here, not even the haters, for they are controlled by their anger, their meanness, lack of judgment. He spelled meanness, M-E-N-E-N-E-S-S-E. -S -S -E. <laughs> lack of good judgment. So to all, even haters, good luck. I hope you get laid or find whatever it is you're looking for in your life. This guy is so if you are the special person up. out there for me, I look forward to hearing from you. You will find a unique, candor, authentic, and kind person who has a lot to offer the right person in this life. I don't need your money. I have plenty. I don't need job. I have a good one. I don't I need job. To, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what it says. I only wish oh, to meet someone who is drama-free. Someone who does not lie to gain attention. Someone who is not afraid to stand on their own two feet and make a decision on their own. Someone who is a leader, not a follower. I am a leader. Someone not afraid to take my hand and see what this world takes us. I am a leader. If you are the person looking forward to hearing from me, I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Please don't respond back to me if you can't be fair enough to send me back 
full view current pictures of you like the ones you have seen of me already on here because it's only fair. <laughs> also, be willing to share your email so we can communicate directly immediately to each other instead of using masked hidden emails like other Craigslist users use. If you can't take a risk of sending full view pictures and sharing your private email so we can communicate directly to each other, then I'm not interested. If all life and love have a great deal of risk involved with them and to reach them. So if you can't take a small risk like these ones above, then keep it moving. Age and race don't matter as love does not see any difference. I am open-minded and have learned what makes us different is our culture, not what color you are. Uh -huh. So I know you are real and not some spam <laughs> or Bot put ocean. I don't, what the fuck does that mean? Bot put ocean, all caps, in the subject line when you respond. Look forward to meeting that special person out there for me, exclamation point. New paragraph. Let me be clear. <laughs> Ellipses. God. If you see more than one of my ads, that is because the haters and scammers are deleting them for no reason other than hate. <laughs> so if you are a hater, keep it moving and leave me alone. I'm here looking to find collide with my soulmate, not Aww. for games or haters. Uh, that's the whole. That's the longest thing I've ever holy. said. That, I just took 15 minutes, and I Lou, you missed the one thing. Th this guy also, along with it, I won't turn off my brain and become another follower. I am a leader. That's the title. There are 20 pictures of this guy, and he's just alone at like the Statue of Liberty and at a museum, and just it's, he just posted tons of just pictures of just him at places. It's really creepy. It's like really, really creepy. So, uh, but I get it. We're the ones. I mean, he's. We're the haters. We're the ones being dicks here. I, I get so it. So, did I? Will you help me understand? It's not creepy, man. Did uh? Just don't do it near me. Did he did uh, wish that all his haters would get laid? Though that did happen, right? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. At Which is like a weirdly. He, Nice thing to wish thing for, for but I, to wish upon them. I hope you all get laid, or what did he say? That was weird. That part. No, really. he 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 said he was even like he he wanted to make sure the ladies who might be his soulmate knew he wasn't talking about them when he was ranting about. Can the you haters. um? Can you just give and, us like a general sense of what these twenty full view photos are like? Uh so the first one is him in a big jacket at a winter ice village type thing in front of a uh, statue of the Grinch. And then a few more of him in at ice sculptures. Then there's one of him on ice skates, just just him with a bunch of people in the background. And then one of him at uh, at a school with chalk behind him or something. And then one of him at like an old timey Western museum. And then one of him on a river. What does he one look like? One of him at another museum. Uh, he's just a normal, good looking guy. I don't know. He's like this guy short, is brown so hair, insane, though. Oh yeah, if you look into his eyes, you can tell he's ready to murder everyone. <laughs> But, oh, there's one where he's, like, at, like, I don't even know. that He's just, here's the telling one. There's one of him with really weird, awkward pedometers on both feet with cargo, khaki cargo shorts tucked into a polo shirt uh -oh. with a uh, with a fanny pack on. That sounds pretty so, murdery. Fanny packs yeah, are very and, the, and it's, like, a 10-year-old version of a pedometer. There's, like, these two really big knobs sticking out of his toe. Um, knobs. Uh, so yeah, that's online profiles. And you know, fans, uh, I had a really good one, uh, sent to me uh, a few weeks back that we used. And I forgot to mention that it, it came from a user. And, uh, so if you see, 
And remember, people delete these quickly, so at least copy and paste it. But if you see a terrific, and, and it doesn't have to be Craigslist. That's where all the ridiculous, you know, creepy psychopaths are. But it, it could be anywhere. Okay, Cupid. J-Date. Farmers only. Christian Mingle. Yeah, far, yeah, farmers only. Black people meet. What? what it, oldpeoplehookup.com? That's no, that's called, uh, it's a, uh, no, there's one for people over 50, but it's called, uh, like, Your Sula. Time or something. I don't remember. Yeah, well, whatever that is, it can be anything. If you see it, email it to us. If you think you got a really funny one, send it our way. Just like copy and paste it, or at least send the link. Uh, shoot it to our email or Twitter. Uh, we'd love some help. It's uh, it's always funny to read a, a, a you know, to laugh at someone. To be <laughs> uh, uh, next segment. You're the best. You've been great, and your life has some significance. You're up this week. Who is our awesome person? So I did some searching for awesome people who were born this week, and uh, I found I found a couple of good candidates. Um, Samuel Eto seemed like a good candidate, uh, given our Ooh. mutual love for Everton Football Club. Although he's yeah, well, whatever. You know, no what I longer mean. there. Yeah, right. You know, he's fine. Yeah, uh, Robin Thicke because it would have been funny because he's weird. <laughs> uh, um, Set Bladder would have been the not awesome person of the week. It's his birthday mm. this week. That guy blows. Um, oh. I hope he loses that FIFA re-election. Oh, wouldn't that be hilarious? Um, that would be terrific. And then I, I came upon two really good candidates who I decided against. Um, Bobby Fischer, the chess player slash crazy oh. person. That would have been a good, uh, yeah. awesome person of the week. And then uh, Johan Santana. It's his birthday this Aww. week as well. That would have Johan. also been a good, awesome person of the week. But the person Circle who... change-ups, baby. The, the person who I settled on was uh, a man who was born... Um, on March the 8th, that's today, the day we're recording this podcast, in 1560. And wow. uh, his name is Carlo Gesualdo. And Carlo Gesualdo, Bubba, you might remember, well, you wouldn't. Well, you might, although... You I was s- not alive then. You Well, but you slept through half of our musicianship skills classes in college, but you might remember that Gesualdo <laughs> was uh, our skills professor's favorite Renaissance composer because mm. he um, he was crazy. And if you go listen to his music, compare it to other composers of the period, it's way out there. Um, and it's stuff that harmony that hadn't been heard and wouldn't be heard again until at least the 19th century. But anyway, what makes Gesualdo awesome and the reason he composed in such really weird out there harmonies that were so unheard of was because, I'll just read straight from his Wikipedia page, in 1586, Gesualdo married his first cousin. Two years later, she began a love affair with the Duke of Andrea, not him. Evidently, she was able to keep it secret from her husband for almost two years, even though everybody else knew about the affair. Finally, on October the 16th, 1590, Gesualdo had allegedly gone away on a hunting trip. He came back to his house, and he found his wife and the Duke of Andrea uh, in the act, and so he murdered them both <laughs> in their bed. And afterwards, he Revenge. left left their mutilated bodies in front of the palace for all to see. And here's my favorite sentence. This is awesome. The 16th century, amazing. Being a nobleman, 
He was immune from prosecution, but not to revenge. So he fled to his castle at Venosa, where he would be safe from any of his wife's relatives. Wow. Yeah. So, and then apparently, to be a lord. all of the, um, all of the like testifying before magistrates from the murder has like survived to this day. So it's pretty clear that he that he did it, and uh, he certainly stabbed his wife multiple times, shouting as he did, "She's not dead yet." Um, and then slaughtered her lover with numerous deep sword wounds, including one through the head. So anyway, that's and then he went on to write some of the craziest <laughs> fucking music of the entire Renaissance period, which was really dark and really twisted and really stretched the bounds of harmony. And uh, yeah, really opened up all kinds of new musical worlds for for Western music, um, all because he was nuts. So I think he's our awesome person of the week, Carlo Gesualdo. Awesome wow. person of the week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Occasionally yep. awesome. That... Occasionally <laughs> less awesome. Yep. That so. was that was a good one, Bill. Yep. Well done. Yep. Awesome well uh, done indeed. Awesome person of the week. Next segment. Would you rather watch Kitty Cats playing? Not to say that we wouldn't show Kitty Cats playing. Here come Kitty Cats playing. Welcome to the weekly awesome, awesome video. Awesome video of the week. My turn for awesome video of the week. And, uh, I, you know, I was, I don't even know how I came across this. I didn't think of it. It must have shown up in some random, they know everything I've ever looked at on the internet so they can tell me something I watched two years ago. Uh, one of my favorites, um, if you guys are familiar with Jimmy Kimmel's show where they do unnecessary censorship. Um, where they'll take just random pieces of footage of anything and just put bleeps in for random words to make it sound really dirty, even though it's super innocent. And the fu- there's one that just is funny every time because it that it's it's so far from what it is turned into that it just continually gets funnier and funnier. Um, it's the Count from Sesame Street, um, and every time and he sings a song about how much he loves counting, and they bleep out every time he says counting, so it sounds like he's saying. Fucking, and it just gets it just gets it it's so innocent and by the end he's like talking about counting himself and so when you bleep it out and this they just put in these bleeps it 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 explains itself it's on our website theweeklyawesome.com uh you can get that you can also get all of our songs of the week you can see uh uh information about our old pods some news you can check out everything also uh, you can get a link to our Twitter page, our Facebook page, get our email, all that good stuff if you can't remember it. So theweeklyawesome.com, check it out. We are also on iTunes um, now, is that correct? That we is true. We are yes, on we, iTunes. We got into beta mode, which gave us what we needed to get uh, get onto iTunes and, and keep it easy. So we're on there. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher, right, Louie? Yes, we are. <clears throat> all right. So you can get uh, you can get the pod there now. So if you got an iPhone, you got a Stitcher app uh, and SoundCloud app. Any of those are great ways to check out the pod. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what's up and, uh, check out the website to catch the awesome video of the week, the count unnecessary censorship. Uh, next segment songs about things. This last week I, uh, visited a dude ranch on vacation with, uh, <laughs> with, uh, with my sister-in-law, brother-in-law, their kids and my wife, uh, drank a lot, rode a bunch of horses. Uh, yeah, everybody there was pretty rich. It was really weird. We got a great deal. Uh, and, uh. <laughs> And got lucky enough to enjoy this wonderful place. It's where Hey Dude was no uh, way. filmed. No yeah, way. It's, hey Dude. 
yeah, it's the ranch where Hey Dude was filmed. Take a Verde Ranch, and and it was it was amazing. Like I love it was awesome. I can't complain and like make fun of what it was. It was terrific. Did you wear sunscreen? I I (laughs) did not the first day we were there, and my face still really hurts. (laughs) I am the brightest of reds. Um, so yeah, we rode horses, did all this fun stuff. It's where Hey Dude was filmed, and we I took I went horseback riding, and then it's like, hey, that's Paul and Linda McCartney's ranch. So yeah, he still has the old their ranch from back when they were married, and so yeah, Paul McCartney's ranch is just next door. So I got to see that. So pretty cool. Um, And so uh, we were talking about the pod, and my brother in law had uh, this was three or four days in, and he had been basically riding horses all day for three or four straight days after having not done it in thirteen or fourteen years. And uh, he said, "Hey, that song's about things. How about you? uh, How about you write one about having a terrible saddle rash? It's itchy down there." (laughs) So uh, we said, hey, we'd love to sing a song about Saddle Rash. So, uh, fellas, let's uh, let's plug it on in. Um, you know what? I think the you know, on, country on, western on, theme. La, 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 la. Mm. Mm. <coughs> Get your country and western yeah. voices ready. We're going to keep mm. it simple. We'll just go acoustic guitar, bass, uh, drums, and, and a little bit of uh, uh, piano. Uh, so, Bill, why don't you take piano? Lou, why don't you take uh, bass? I'll do get you the need, drum machine. Do you want me to rig up like a honky-tonk sound here for the piano? Or yeah, you... you just turn it on that generic, you know, the third or fourth one that says honky-tonk okay. piano. Okay, yeah, okay, cool. That'll be okay, perfect. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, and just keep it a little jingly. Uh, all right, uh, let's turn this machine on. This is uh, a song, uh, and it, this song is all about getting gross, red, <laughs> blistery saddle rash in your crotchage. All right, boys, here's the drum sound, and... All right, here we go. And one, two, three, four. Yeah, keep it country. This song is about saddle rash. I've been riding horse all day. Who'd have thought riding like this would make me pay? Yes, my crotch took a beating, it's true. So, just stay away from this horse so it doesn't happen to you. I've been riding for three days now. And I didn't see the warning sign somehow Cause this beating in my pants is here to stay Yeah, the worst sores that'll never go away Hey, I got saddle rash from the front to the back From my butthole to my sack, yeah, it's under attack Oh, my thighs are red and bumpy and they sting to the touch Oh, who? Who'd have ever thought riding could hurt so fucking much? Yeah, the saddle rash with my crotch getting thrashed. My tongue trotting and the pounding. My testicles were smashed. Oh, my tank took quite a beating and I'm not feeling well. So please don't try to touch me. My balls are starting to swell. Yeah, the saddle Yeah, I think that song did Saddle Rash well, fellas. Well well improvised. I think that came together nicely just then. 
Well, you know, I, I've never had saddle rash, but I can imagine how uncomfortable it would be. So I could tell in your singing that you could it felt like you had saddle rash while we were improvising that right just this minute. Yeah, yeah. That's true. The pain of saddle rash can be well inspiring. Painful. Song of the week number two is coming from me. I'm sticking on the theme we were just talking about. While on the dude ranch, there was a low voiced gentleman singing old country songs from the sixties. While we had a barbecue cookout one of the nights and while he he was willing to play my favorite old country tune, uh, my favorite of pop uh, pop country back in the sixties and seventies, such great music. Uh, I, I know it doesn't quite compare to the terrific uh, original crafted material that the country artists these days are putting out, but uh, all my favorite country tunes come from back in the sixties, and it's I, I love pop music, and I think this is why this song is 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 done it for me. Um, it's a good old country tune with a nice little poppy beat. Uh, Glenn Campbell's my man, the song Wichita Lineman. I am a lineman for the county, and I drive the main roads, searching in the sun for an Tall is still on the line. I know I need a small vacation, but it don't look like rain. And if it snows, that stretch down south won't ever.
I'm a lineman for the county. Mm, I will never get sick of listening to that song. Uh, Glenn Campbell, Wichita lineman. All right. Next segment. 401k taxes and baby throw up. That's right. It's time to ask a grown up with Bill. Ask a grown up with Bill. Hey. Here on the Weekly Awesome, we like to uh, turn to our resident adult, uh, grown up. His name is Bill. And uh, Louie and I bring, uh, bring our, uh, well, we're trying. We're adults. Kind of. We're trying to be better grown ups. That's the way to put this. And uh, so we bring our queries to Bill, and Bill has given us nothing but terrific fatherly advice, and we thank him for it. So, Bill, hey, first Ask a Grown-Up this week is coming from me. Um, now, during our little hiatus, we came back last week, but we missed most of the month of February. Uh, we missed Valentine's Day weekend. Um, so we didn't have a Valentine's Day show, and I just I thought this was an appropriate one that I thought up uh, after Valentine's Day. Uh, I'm pretty sure I still treat valentine's day like a you know 22 year old that doesn't give a shit um just and, get her lube <laughs> that, well, the, that's what i'm saying is it it can't be sex toys and hallucinogens forever no um, and it, you know by the 34 35 you probably should cut it out and change it to something different right i but i feel like maybe it's already time that since oh, i'm now okay. married and Maybe you just give her the sex toy and then you give yourself hallucinogens and then that'll sort of sort itself out. You know? <laughs> it'll, 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 it'll even, it'll even out in the end. Uh, and, and I, and I feel like I've never participated in the chocolate or flower version other than sarcastically. And I don't know if that's real or not. And movies have lied to me enough. And I, I definitely have seen other married people who, I mean, to be fair, they look like they're probably having a lot more boring time in life than I am. But they also seem like to have wives that are very happy on Valentine's Day. And not to say my wife isn't happy, but I want to treat her like an adult. Bill, how do I properly celebrate Valentine's Day as a grown-up? Um, let me tell you what happened in my house for Valentine's Day this year. <laughs> Is this going to be appropriate for the podcast? I believe your wife just told us not to talk about her. No, it's good. She's not (laughs) listening. (laughs) She's wonderful. I have a feeling that very little happened if I just have to go ahead and guess ahead of time. Here's what happened. small child. I gave her a bag of Reese's peanut butter hearts. (laughs) And that's it. Going. That's the end of the story. That's what happened. <laughs> oh, Lord. No flowers. That is good. No, that is no. Good. yep. That was. Oh, that's. Did, you, right. did yep. you get anything? Rolos? Nope. No? Nothing? Nope. And I don't care. I'm not. That's fine. I'm good with it. <laughs> I'm good. Wow. Okay, well, that so, I'm okay with that. That'll save me some money and I, some. I feel like at this point suit. in life, the thing to not fuck up or forget or fail to do something for would be maybe more like your wedding anniversary. But it's Valentine's Day is uh, just to me, it's just a not not really a thing. It's like birthdays and Christmas. It was made up by Hallmark to sell cards. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I, yeah, that's. 
That's my good, that's good my advice. Take that's on gonna Valentine's save Day. that's gonna save me time next year. I, I like that. I'm I'm uh, you're okay with me citing this to my wife if she criticizes my yeah. Gift, go right? ahead. I live a couple thousand miles away from you, so I don't have to worry about her being <laughs> mad at me. Uh, Louis, ask a grown up with Bill. Question two: What you got? Well, here's a. I don't know if there's gonna be a question involved in this, but I'm hoping to get some guidance from you, or at least maybe just some reassurance that life will get a little easier. I had a I had a day. I don't know if you guys have had one of these, but uh, a couple weeks ago, my coworker, uh, my coworker left, and told me that she had some candy in her top drawer that she wasn't going to eat because she didn't like it, but that I was I could eat. I had I had access to her. I believe they're. Have you guys had these like chewy starbursts? They're like they don't have wrappers and they're like a little softer. Aren't and all chewier. starbursts chewy? No, they're fucking delicious, man. But they're like smaller and a little softer and chewier, and they're they're they come in like a bag, and they're Starburst not, jelly beans. Yeah, those not, are great. Nope, you're being a dick. Um, anyway, they <laughs> exist, and she didn't really like them, and she told me that she had a bag of them in her desk, and I should eat, eat them if I want. And there was probably like two thirds of a bag left, and everyone else had left work, and I was just sitting there because I had something to do that night, and I ended up eating. Uh, the entire bag of Starburst candy. Um, and I went home and ended up just laying, excuse me, ended up just lying in the fetal <laughs> position on my bed, kind of sweating. And my stomach hurt so bad. And I basically just made myself ill from candy at age 30. I don't know. I guess does that go away? It, do will I learn self control at some point? Is that or no? Am I just, this no, is just me. Am I won't. just fucked, dude? Yeah. I no. I sat here in this chair where I'm sitting right now doing this podcast three nights ago and ate an entire box of Girl Scout cookies in one sitting. <laughs> I the other. Oh, I'm the not other, the only one. The other day, the other day, I was we had our we had a di- uh, uh, supper for the baseball team I play on at the St. Yeah. Michael's Church basement. <laughs> Yeah. And there were like infinite leftover bars. And so yeah. I took I took home a I love bars. A pan of bars. And my strategy like was just I ate them all as quickly as possible because I didn't want them around anymore. I was like Yep. Because <laughs> you know you're gonna eat them. Yeah, I, I do like, the same these, thing with a box of double sit- stuffed Oreos. These bars yeah. sitting out, I'm just gonna always be thinking about it and I'll just yep. be having yep. them. And yep. it's like, no, better to just eat like three <laughs> in the morning with my coffee. Yep. Have a couple at yep. lunch. Have a couple at night. Just get this shit over with quickly. Yep. Because the yep. shame, nope. the shame is going to be overwhelming, and it might as well make it shorter. You know? Yeah, like, that's how I feel. Anytime I have cookies in the house, uh, I'm going to eat this whole box. There's at a reason some point, I don't buy this. Kind so of stuff. I should just do it right now. So yeah, that's no. How I feel uh, about all food. The short answer to your question, Louis. No, you will not ever learn that <laughs> self control. Sorry. It's okay. Oh, it makes terrific. me feel better. Thanks, Bill. Yep. Great, great advice this week. If you've got a question for Bill, because he's a grown-up and you're not, shoot it to us on Twitter or in the email or on Facebook. Here we go. Next segment. Sports. 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 It's time. Baseball is back. It's spring training time in Arizona and Florida, and we're only a few weeks from opening day. Mm-hmm. I can taste the Cracker Jacks and overpriced beer in the air. Louie, <laughs> favorite off-season acquisition or trade? Um, I think 
the most interesting one for me. Let's see. I think the Jason Hayward to St. Louis trade was interesting. Mm -hmm. And also Josh Donaldson going to the Blue Jays was interesting. Uh, what the Oakland A's are up to is just fascinating. It's ha it's hard to say exactly what it is. But, um, yeah, I think uh, I, what I'm excited about for this year in looking at where guys are going is just that it seems very wide open. Um, like, let's look at the AL Central. Uh, the Tigers look weaker than they've ever been. The Indians look better than they've ever been. Well, not ever, obviously, but in the in recent years. And the White Sox made a bunch of moves. I think the White Sox actually probably had some of the more interesting acquisitions this off season. Um, they they were they, they were super duper busy this off season. Yeah, they made they made moves. Yeah, they got Jeff Samarja, Melky Cabrera. <laughs> who else did they pick up? Uh, David Robertson, the Yankees closer. Oh, um, yeah, uh, that. How about the Royals? I mean, World Series last year, I know they lost a few players already, but what are we thinking about them? I think they will take fourth in the division. Ahead of fourth, the really? One, I think, shot, one shot year? I think that the White Sox, Indians, and Tigers will finish above them, and the Twins will finish below them. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I just don't. I think the Royals got pretty lucky last year, and... Um, I think every other team in that division got better. I mean, even the Twins will be better just because hopefully our young guys won't be hurt all year. But no, and I hey, think Irving Santana, right? Yeah, Come he's, on, he's hey, he just pitched. He something. pitched today. He um apparently was all right or yesterday in spring training. I mean, spring training means absolute shit. But apparently, he had a good outing. I read. But it. he is still much better than the local range of hacks what we've been bringing in to hacks. tide us over till our youngsters arrive. Yeah, I mean, when like are the youngsters arriving again? Well, Alex Meyer should be pitching this year. Trevor May made his debut last year. Uh, Jose Barrios should be up hopefully later this year. As Some far as point this goes. year, yeah, yep. yep and yep. then I would think Sano would be up this summer sometime oh, I, he's gotta be uh, how long do we, how long do we have to wait for byron buxton i could see him being up by august or september if he is w will, will he actually because that's the thing that we always want to happen but i feel like the twins man are always out to just just screw with your dreams when it comes to that kind of stuff i don't know i, I think with him it's just like every, I, I think it's telling that he was the number like the consensus number one prospect in baseball he basically missed an entire season to injury, and he is basically still the consensus number one prospect in baseball. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess it, it is very possible that he could get hurt again, obviously. But if he stays healthy, it seems like he just I, – I could see him forcing his way into our lineup by the end of the year. He's just – I think he's that good. That would be awesome. I would love that. Don't you think that if – I mean, just like, I mean, it's, there's, you can tell before the season starts, the twins are going to be a little bit better, but they're not going to take a wild card. They're not going to win the no. division. They're going to be bad again. They're going to be yeah. really bad. And I, I know there's a lot to be said both ways, but I, especially with a place like the twins where they do have, you know, pretty good youth development, but what's the, what's the, what's the reason to not bring these young guys up in July, August, when you're you're way out of it, to let them yeah. play at the correct level and get that much more experience for next year, I've got or a two years when I've we finally a, can be good. I've got a coworker who comes into my office all the time and talks about the Twins, and he says this exact same thing. And he's he's older than we are, so he remembers the '87 World Series a lot better than we do. 
Um, but that's basically what he keeps saying. That's the example he keeps bringing up to me is like, that's exactly what the twins did in 86. They brought up all these guys from the minors and they just got their asses kicked in 86. But the whole thinking was that all these guys learned how to play at the big league level. And then lo and behold, they turned around in 87 and they knew what they were doing and they, you know, they won the world series. So I that's, I, and then in 88 went back to the bottom. That's well, right. I think this, the difference when it comes to comparing like the, the eighties twins to this generation, uh, as far as bringing up minor leaguers is that, uh, it is so much more important now, especially a team with the twins to get the arbitration clock, right. And not screw up how many years of team control you have, because the difference between how much Byron Buxton would make, um, once we would have to pay him, compared to under his rookie deal is just so big that I, I yeah. the salaries were just so much lower in the eighties that it wasn't like a huge deal that, right. You know, and I, and I think that's yeah, different. Right. Um, and I also just think like our expectations have changed so much because in back in the day, you didn't know about the guys on the farm really, you know, like they'd come up and you'd be like, Oh, who's this new guy? And then you'd, whatever. right. But now like I've got all sorts of books and publications. I, I read that, tell me about 15 and 16 year old Latin kids, you know, and, and who are getting signed. And I have been reading about them for five years before they're even like remotely yeah. close to the major leagues. And I just think our expectations, you know, like in the eighties, you know, like I just don't think Byron, it wouldn't, we wouldn't feel like it had been an eternity with these Since guys Buxton because it really hasn't. Totally Buxton, right. Buxton's only been down. I mean, he's only been, nobody was talking about Ken Herbeck in 1986. Years, years, yeah. You know? You're totally yeah. right. And so I think we're just at this point where we're so we have so much information about them that we're just obsessed. Like, when are they going to bring him up? And it's like he's it's like twenty one years old, like twenty years old. You know, it's like yeah. I don't know. It's tough. We're just impatient as Twins fans because yeah. they suck so much. Um. All right. Uh. Yeah. It's uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot to talk about. We're we're excited. I to just bring found it out that uh to- the the Twins host the Royals on my birthday. At twelve oh. at twelve ten on a Thursday, and I'm just definitely going to that game, a day game on my birthday. It's gonna be really fun. So, I wish I could be there. Hey, we'll so, weekly awesome about it, Louis. I was I was totally unprepared for Bubba's question, but now I'm looking at a list of every trade that was made this off season, mm-hmm. and you're totally right. The Hayward trade was probably the biggest one, um, but a very close second, in my opinion, is the um, trade of. Drew Butera from the Dodgers to the Angels for future considerations. I think I think future considerations Terrific. has a lot of upside. You know, it's like yeah, because it's like in the future really and you get to asset. consider it. And yeah, um, can you imagine being traded for can't... like the idea of something in the future? <laughs> and what about the maybe someday we'll need something from you, but it's not all that important. Like what about IOU. D? What about D Gordon to the Marlins? Anybody yeah, think that that was? That that Yep. And Latos <laughs> got I mean and and everything, you know, Will Will Myers getting traded to the Padres was interesting. Mm-hmm. The Padres made a couple of moves this yeah. offseason the because they picked Upton up trade, yeah. Yep, they got the Matt want, Camp man. Matt Camp too from mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I think that's what my main takeaway uh, as the as sort of a looking at this season is that I'm just enjoying it because I think it's uh we've moved away a little bit or at least there, it's not quite as uh, the haves and the haves have nots is it seems less pronounced. It seems like it's a little more wide open right now. Um, 
I mean, if you look Good at big brother, you look at the Padres, they they didn't really give up very much to get some pretty interesting players. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I do think that the Red Sox are doing some things that scare the living shit out of me. Like they might just be a behemoth for a while, but um, Pablo Sandoval, yeah. baby, he is a large man, and I love him. I they're terrifying. All right, real quick before we ended up, a lot of baseball talk to come over the next many months. Real quick, everybody, who you got? Right now, you got to pick a World Series winner. Louie, who you got? Mm. Mm. I mean, I think the the easy and lame answer is probably the correct one, which is the Dodgers. Um, they have a ridiculous team and some really good young dudes who could come up and fill in if some of the – and they also just have bottomless money, which turns out to be a, an important thing to have. So That is definitely important in baseball. Bubba, who do you think is going to win the World Series this year? I got uh, I got the Nationals. They've been in and around yep. the last few years. Picked up Max Scherzer, added that to their already insane starting pitching staff. Yep. And uh, I I mean I think they're already they're already ready to do it. And now they just got one more great pitcher. They're they're they can hit. They can play defense. I I think the no, Nationals if there's... if they don't win they're going to be right there. Well, and that's and that's something I've been hearing a lot about too, which is true. I think the National League has become is maybe becoming a stronger league than the American League, which is interesting. Um, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Bill, who you got? Dude, the Phillies, man. Like, come on. They're always right there. It's a really wonderfully managed team from a personnel perspective. Ryan they don't Howard's have a lot of shitty contracts that they're paying a lot of Ryan people Howard for. is put is at the peak of his career come right on, now. Like, I mean, he is shit. tops. How could it not be the Phillies? Ah, uh, terrific. Uh, that's sports. Let's uh let's uh move on to the next segment. Final segment of the week. The awesome quiz. We've been partaking in a season-long, series-long, and we'll continue to take part in the longest game of awesome quiz that could ever possibly exist. Louis is king atop the table, but luckily he's asking the questions, which gives mm. Bill and I a chance to climb that leaderboard. Uh, I believe we're sitting at 12 points for Lewis, four points for me, one point for Bill. <laughs> a mighty distance for us to make up, but luckily we've got the entire rest of season one to make up and, the difference. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. We did decide that there is relegation, right? <laughs> there is relegation. Whoever loses will be sent down and a new host will be brought into the weekly awesome. God damn uh, it. Solely for the quiz. Uh, the rest of the show, of course, will be us three because, boy, we're having a terrific time. Louis, awesome quiz is yours. Take it over. Um... I'm not really sure why I decided to do this for my quiz, but uh, this week's quiz will focus on the classic arcade and console game NBA Jam. Oh, um, excellent. So uh, I've got six questions. Uh, Wait, is this NBA Jam like regular NBA Jam tournament, tournament edition? edition. Uh, the the, the 1993-94 Super Nintendo Sega Genesis version basically is the main one I'm focusing on. Mm-kay. The original NBA Jam. Um, <clears throat> I think maybe one of the questions involves a little tournament edition, but yeah. Okay. Um, I played a lot more tournament editions, so this is well. Be... It, it'll be okay. John Starks yeah. and Patrick Ewing. All right. So you guys want to do some sort of way to determine who goes first? Uh, uh, here I got something. Here's a napkin. One side has the letter H. The other side has nothing. <laughs> Bill seems legit. Uh, the one oh, I I call on. H. Are you gonna throw the napkin in the air? How does this work? Yeah, I threw it. It landed over on the other side of the room. You got, you got it, Bill. H was up. I will go second. I never go second. All right, Josh, you ready? Fine, I'll go first so that Bubba no, can no, go No, 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 no. I'm going second. I'm just a complainer. You, I'm here to win. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going Not second. Not to mention you're down on the leaderboard. I know so. that. 
All right. Bring it, Louie. Here we go. First question. John Starks and Patrick. We Ewing. are all aware of uh, the on fire mode, and when a when a pl- when a player when up. a player has has sunk three consecutive shots and is on fire, the on fire mode ceases in two instances in NBA Jam. One is when the other team scores a basket. What is the second instance? Um, I mean, in my head, the only two other kind of ways you can stop play. Or if the ball goes out of bounds, you can't foul in that game. So if if the other team scores a basket or it's either that or maybe if one of your teammates scores, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, oh, no, quarter ends. Uh, it's it's if you make f- period, if ends. you make four additional baskets, you just lose on fire. Really? Yeah. At some point, it just really? you, it runs out. You get you get yeah, your on fire bucket, and then you can make so four more, just, and then it just it's says, not an unlimited no. fire. No, but I don't even know if I've ever reached that point. I learned that today. Yeah, I mean, how, you get on fire, but four—that's that's a I lot. Mean, you have to hit five to not realize. Yeah, man. All right, yeah, good Bill. Question. Yes. So, as Bubba just referenced, there are few. Uh, rules in NBA Jam that re- that resemble uh, organized basketball. Mm-hmm. There are two violations in NBA Jam as far as things that get the whistle blown on you. What are they? Um, well, one is goaltending, because I used to get called for that all the time. Goaltending is one of them. Yep. And... Uh, let's see. You can't, I don't think you can travel. Um, oh, shot clock violation. Correct. Those are the two. Yes. Nice. Goaltending and shot clock violation. Bills up one, nothing. Oh, yes. Down early. Yes. Yes. I can feel it. <laughs> All right, Josh. Um, the creator, the development company, the creators behind NBA Jam is Midway. Was the name of the, the company? Um, I remember the logo. Yep. So, said Midway. NBA Jam was reportedly loosely based on a previous Midway release, a basketball game for the Nintendo in the late 80s. What was that game? Ah. It's. Can you say that it's loosely yeah, well, based? I. Not loosely. So reportedly, uh, they were told to make a game similar to this game. Okay, it's got to be this one then, because it's the only other game where you can just knock dudes out and they never blow the whistle. Got to be Arch Rivals. Correct. Two-on-two basketball Arch Rivals. Yep. I got that. It's three feet away from me is my copy of Arch Rivals right now. Love that game. All right. Bubba has tied it up with one, but Bill has the bottom of the Ah, inning God damn it. And actually, Bill, you lucked into – this worked out okay because – uh, Bubba got a our rivals question, and you have one that I think is tournament edition. Okay, I might be wrong. Nah. No, whatever. Throw it at me. Three. Okay, so as you guys must recall, there were many Easter eggs and unlockable weirdness in NBA Jam. Oh God, yeah, tons, so much. There were three politicians. This is tournament edition. Featured in tournament edition. Who were they? Well, Bill Clinton was one for sure. Correct. Yep. Um. Uh, 
Does Hillary is Hillary Clinton a politician? For yeah, the purposes I, I was going to say it's question? a little bit. It's a little bit of a trick question. But Hillary Clinton. Is she one wasn't of at the she time of the game, but, but she is now. But yep. she's. So are you counting her yep, as one I'm of three? Because I know she was okay. Three. So <laughs> Bill and Hillary. Oh man. And Al Gore. Correct. Yeah. Uh, All right, Josh. Awesome. Shit, you're down two to one. This, this is a, this is best I can do is tie. This is my God. favorite question. All right, on the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis version of NBA Jam, there were ten white players. Oh God! <laughs> Name five of them. <laughs> okay. And just for the record, uh, just for the record, like Vlade Divac and. Detlift Shrimp, like foreign international players, do not count. Okay, I need to name five. Yeah, maybe that's tough, but I think you can do it. Uh, no, 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 no. Let's let's do this. John Stockton. Yep. Uh, Chris Mullen. Yep. Oh my God! I think I I'm not gonna say it because I'm pretty sure he's only tournament edition. Um. I'm a Bill. Jeff Horn Jeff Hornacek, correct? <laughs> oh no. Um three shit shit. Come on. A uh, Dan Marley. Okay, well, Dan Marley was actually in the arcade version and then the Game Gear and Game Boy versions. It's a tough one. I'll I'll just say it doesn't count, but I won't knock you for it. So you can keep Okay, going. all right, fair, fair, fair. So I'm at 3. I got two left. Um all right, come on. Well, Larry Bird. No. It was 1990. Am I too? Oh, 1993. <laughs> oh, uh, we'll keep. We'll I'm, keep I'm, letting uh, you go. This is fun. Just keep naming white people. <laughs> uh, I can give you Sean a- Bradley. <laughs> no. Uh, there are two Timberwolves. One of them was not oh, on God, the Timberwolves. One Leighton. of them was not a Timberwolf. I know exactly yeah. who you're gonna say. Christian Leitner was one Timberwolves. One was on the Timberwolves, and one would become a Timberwolf later. You got one. You said Christian Leitner. Christian Leitner, and we're 93. This guy was a Washington Bullet and future Timberwolf. I, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on my Timberwolf white guys. Tom Googly. Googly, oogly, oh, oogly, baby. Googs was around in 93 already? Oh, God, definitely. I would have put him for more of a 95 to 2000 type player. All right, so here's our official list of the 10 white guys. I lost. On NBA Damn Jam, it. you did lose Brad Lowhouse, Mark uh, no Price. One in the whole world would have got that. Mark Price, nah. Bill, Bill Lambeer, oh, Lambeer, Ronnie Cycli from the Heat. Remember him? Yeah. This one I was surprised you didn't get, Bubba, because he's maybe my favorite player on this game. Scott Skiles. Oh, Scotty Skiles. <laughs> Damn it. How did I forget Scotty Skiles? And then it's Hornacek, Gugliata, Mullen, Stockton, Leitner. So you you got those last ones. Oh my god. Yeah. I I've just I've I've performed atrociously in the video game challenges. I'm better than this. Uh, I will do well, better. Let's do, let's do the last question for Bill just cuz there's yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You got to. Um, it's always funny. Might um well. between the release of the arcade version, which I think was in 92 or 93, um, and also I read on Wikipedia that they made over $1 billion in quarters from NBA jam at arcades, which what? is so Cause crazy. Cause it was, that's the only <laughs> game I ever played at Godfather pizza. Yeah. So oh when it was there, if it was there, no, I played do you, mem- do you remember the Superman game at, uh, Chuck E. Cheese? It was like Superman versus Superman or something. 
There was like a bizarre. I remember that Superman. game, but I don't think it was yeah. Chuck E. Cheese anymore. I think at that point it had become the zoo. Um, okay. So um between the release of the arcade game and the Genesis Super Nintendo version, which uh-huh. I think was sometime about a year later, two players were removed from the game because of their untimely deaths. Name these two players. One of them was that Croatian dude. Um He was um, a, he was a part of a he was focused on in a thirty for thirty documentary. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, uh, the Pe- Petrovic, right? Drazen Petrovic. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He died. Isn't he the one who? Um, shit. No, that's not it. Never mind. Forget that. Um. Yeah. So Drazen Petrovic of the the New York Nets was one of them. Were they the New Jersey Nets? I feel like they were the I New York they, Nets think, at some point, weren't they? Um, I don't know. I think they were the Am New I Jersey Nets. Am I just a crazy Nets. person? There's the New Jersey Nets, yeah. Um, uh, this guy collapsed on the court during an NBA game. Uh, oh, oh, so oh, 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 oh. Um, I, I remember this, and I'm not going to remember this guy's name. Um, Played for the Celtics? <clears throat> Oh, uh, what was that? Re- Reggie something? Yep. Reggie Lewis. Reggie, Reggie Lewis, Lewis. That's it. Yeah, that's right. Condition. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Reggie yeah. Lewis and Drazen Petrovic were removed. They were both in the arcade version and had passed away before the console version. Before came the out, gen- so. Wow. It's effed up. So, yeah. Sorry. I guess we did get back to being Bummer, bummer Central. But <sighs> this has been NBA Jam quiz show i love nba J. nice bill <laughs> yeah. we're tied we yes. see the table as equals but yes. Louis sits on a mighty throne a mere a mere a very goddamn far eight points ahead of us what is it 12 eight to, to four, four to four 12 to four 12 to four to four is the weekly awesome table at we point. can come back anybody but lewis seems to be up for being sent down to the championship <laughs> next segment Song of the week number three. It's our last song of the week, Bill. Well, as I've mentioned on previous uh, versions of the podcast, I am going to go see Stevie Wonder in a couple of weeks oh, yeah. uh, when he's here in Minneapolis. So I've just been listening to the shit out of some Stevie Wonder for the last couple of weeks, and uh, the tune "My Sharia Moore" came up mm-hmm. on my Pandora the other day, and I just that song's so good. The chord progressions in that song make me so happy. Because they just take these weird turns. Um, but yeah, it's a great tune. Great Stevie Wonder tune. So I hope people don't mind that I'm throwing another Stevie tune in here uh, so soon. But um, that's my song of the week. My Sharia Moore by Stevie Wonder.
That song always is, ah, God damn it, Stevie Wonder is the best, man. I envy you. Make sure you take lots of pictures so that we can put it on the Weekly Awesomes I uh, will do. Uh, throw Twitter a pair account. of your panties at him. Yeah, <laughs> girl. Mm. Take them titties out. Throw your bra at him. Mm. Uh, uh, the Weekly right. Awesome uh, can be found on Twitter, at Weekly Awesome. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Email us at theweeklyawesomepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, bring us anything you want. Songs about things, online dating profiles, ask a pop star, ask a movie star. Anything at all that you'd like us to talk about, you send us uh, Twitter or uh, whatever the hell they're actually called. Or send us an email and uh, we'll uh, see what we can do. Uh, fellas, awesome show. I had a, I had a great time. Yeah, it was great. a good time. Really, really. It- I'm glad um, we did the I'm glad we did the future serial killers of America Craigslist bit early, yeah, earlier yeah. on so we like kind of forgot about it by the time we ended. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't weird and dark at all. Um thanks uh thanks to everybody uh for joining us uh, again. We are finally on uh iTunes so you can get us on oh, your Oh, and uh, Bubba. Yes, Lewis. Uh we should let's not forget to thank our sponsor this week, Pete's Rusty Shovels. For uh, for their good sponsorship of the show, uh, Pete's rusty you, shovel. If you need a rusty shovel, call Pete. Thanks, they Pete. have them. That's it for the weekly awesome for this week. We'll see you next Tuesday. I'm Bubba. <laughs> I'm Louie, and I'm Bill. And remember, butcher a sow, make a pizza, <laughs> smell some hand lotion, gurgle creamed corn, throw a baseball, cry softly, eat your neighbor's eyebrows, eat a popsicle, get your child vaxxer traded, suck on a hammer, play some Mario Kart, booby feed, and remember, always shoot for awesome. Have an awesome week, everybody. Bye. Bye. The end has come. It's time to say goodbye. But don't be sad Think of all the fun we've had I'll see you
Bill, I don't know. Sorry, this is uh, not interesting to anyone listening. But Bill, for some reason, you're in HD on my video, which uh, makes really? Bubba look like a fucking homeless person. But <laughs> what? I want to be in HD. I don't know. It just and it what? says HD in the corner on Bill, when, and you're just looking crisp. I'm, I can really no, you see look... your twins hoodie very well. Yeah, it's a nice. <laughs> twins you're not hoodie. crisp on my screen. On my screen, you're still quite blurry and homely. Well, maybe you. <laughs> Dude, fuck you. I'm just I can kidding, see, Bill, I can see I all your facial blemishes you. so well. It's really... <laughs> oh, man. Just kidding, I can't see any facial blemishes. You have beautiful skin. Thanks. Alabaster Alabaster skin. <laughs> Bubba's, Bubba's dying. I'm dying. Now, I understand... <laughs> I've, I've, I know my way around some titties, you guys, but I got questions like everybody. I know my way around a pair of double Ds, all right. But when it comes to lactating titties, oh well, I'm a bit under, underneath par on the education scale. Okay, I was wondering if you things, could Josh. tell me a little bit about it. Why is Foghorn Leghorn talking about breasts? Also, being under par is positive, <laughs> which would mean you would know lots about lactating breasts. Uh, sorry, I'm pretty smashed.